And this is our sidetrack episode for the week. This is no filler. Last week, we covered Kings of Convenience and their second studio album, Riot on an Empty Street. And we're going to talk a little bit about Feist today, who is featured on a couple tracks on that album. And uh, we're going to dive a little bit into her 2004 studio album, Let It Die, which was recorded in Paris uh, between 2002 and 2003. So, Travis, give me that backstory, brother. I want to hear it. Well, I'm not sure exactly how it went down, but it sounds like she recorded Let It Die in Paris. After she was done recording it, she moved to Paris, and while she was in Europe, she collaborated with the Kings of Convenience. And ended up co-writing a couple of songs, like you just said. One of which uh, we played uh, last week, uh, the build-up. And what you heard in the intro to this episode was the second song that she uh, collaborated on, which is called Know How. Um, so, again, I'm not exactly sure how they met up, how they got together. But yeah, she really added added something something special to that album. I think so too. Yeah, and they don't have other female singers. Like, they, I mean, they don't just they don't have any other well, singers. Period. Yeah, that's up. yeah, exactly. That's the only time they collaborated with, with with this, with another singer, which you know says a lot about about Feist. You know, dude, I just read this on uh, Wikipedia. I did not know this. Um, can you can you tell that we're not prepared for this one? We're kind of doing this on the fly, friends. Apparently, Feist was a member of the indie rock group Broken Social Scene, brother. I did you ever get into them? No, never did. Me neither. <laughs> but that's pretty cool because they're, you know, quite the beloved indie rock band. Well, here's what I'm more interested in. Under Associated Acts on her Wikipedia page, they've listed Mastodon. What? Are you familiar with Mastodon, Q? I know that they're a metal band. Yeah, they're a heavy metal band. A huh. uh, really kick-ass heavy metal band. I guess she... Uh, <laughs> dude, listen to this, okay? Uh, on Record Store Day in April 12, 21st of 2012, Mastodon released two separate vinyls. The first it was a split 7-inch with Feist titled Feistodon. <laughs> oh, my God. Mastodon covers Feist's A Commotion and Feist covers Mastodon's Black Tongue. Whoa. No, that is awesome, dude. That's amazing. That right there uh, would make a great sidetrack someday. Maybe if we do Mastodon, we can do a sidetrack on Feist covering Black Tongue. That would be sweet. But we're not doing that. We're not doing that this week, are we, Q? No, we sure aren't, friend. So, I love Feist. Everything that she does, I love. I don't know about you, Travis. I can I can honestly say that I've never really listen to anything of hers other than maybe the singles that she's released, like the ones that everybody knows. And then her, like what? I don't know. One, what is it? One, two something 
one, two, one, two three, four. Yeah. Yeah. I know uh, that one. And I feel it all. You know that song. Yeah, that's a great song. Oh, I'll it's give so you that good. one. That was a great one. Well, yeah. And my other favorite single of hers came out uh, that same year. So that album is, is called The Reminder, mm-hmm. uh, which came out in, I want to say, 2007. Um, the song's called My Moon, My Man. It's so good, man. Dude, you got to listen to that album. Uh, but we're talking about Let It Die today. Whenever, again, whenever I listen to it, I feel it all. Mm-hmm. I feel it all. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's a great song, man! It just—it's—it's one of those feel-good songs, dude. Yeah, yeah. So, "Let It Die" again. It came out in two thousand four. This is her second studio album, uh, recorded in Paris. Um, one single off of the album that you might be aware of, Travis. It's called "Mushaboom." Never heard of it. It's good. And in the past, we've just picked a random picture of the artist for our sidetracks to put up on our website. But I'm definitely going to throw up the Canadian cover for this album. She's a Canadian uh, person, singer, songwriter. <laughs> person, yeah. And uh, the Canadian cover for this album is really cool. Can you see it, Jeff? Dude, that's kind of funny because that's the kind of like like scribbled like logo idea yeah that i would that i would think of you know right i like it though i could make the Um, t and the f connected by a circle yeah let's connect the f and the t (laughs) make a circle but it's feist so it looks good when she does it yeah I, i i bet that's her handwriting dude you're probably right anyways the song that i picked and we'll make it a lengthy clip you know, to fill in the space between the singles on <laughs> <laughs> our favorite records. Uh, Leisure Suit or Leisure Suite. Um, it's track five. Um, it's a doozy. I'm a big fan of it. Everything about it. Um, without further ado, here is that tune. <laughs> <laughs> Hang up. 
almost tempted to just insert all the things that you were saying to me while we were listening do, to it do <laughs> you it, were blown away man i mean this is one of those moments where it's like how did i miss it what the fuck yeah <laughs> how have i not heard this before dude yeah it's good it's good. uh there's so um, many different like genres in there. lots I mean, of lots m- of things going on lots of mostly mostly uh, jazz but like there were so many instruments that just kept popping up. Yeah. I'm interested in who this guy, uh, Chili Gonzalez is. Oh dude, you're in for treats. If you don't know this guy, <laughs> holy shit. Chili Gonzalez is, um, for the most part, he's, he's well known for his piano work. He does like, um, he looks solo like, piano. he looks like one of those fucking guys, man. <laughs> Click what? on the fucking Wikipedia page for this dude. Oh, I know, dude. I'm looking at him right now. Dude, That's God, a, Jesus, I just blew up the shit out of that. Uh, that look at those eyes, bro. Ooh, damn, that's a stare. <laughs> he um, looks like uh, he's he's like the lost member of Flight of the Concords. No, he looks like Sasha Baron Cohen. <laughs> he looks like that's like a side character, like a new character that Sasha's fucking working on. Uh, pretentious. Dish. No, but but he's yeah he's. Um, quite the piano player, to put it mildly. Well, on the um, on the on the um, on the liner notes for for this album, it uh, credits him as piano and various instruments. So I'm guessing oh, yeah. he was doing all those other things. Because there's an organ that you hear in there in that song. There's, there's some an organ. Sort of there's a, there's uh, like a some kind of ch- uh, Japanese yeah like, Kyoto sounding. Yeah, I was guitar. I was I was trying to. F- to to find a list of all the instruments, but the, but it just says various instruments. So yeah, yeah. So he he, I I, I think he's listed as as co writer. Okay. For this song is that him so on the she, is that she, him on the U.S. cover whispering whispering in her ear there? Oh fuck! I don't know, man. Is it kind of looks like him? Maybe. Um, but yeah. He, he, I think he, I think there's a couple songs on this album that he he helped write. Um, so, and this album is credited for um, kind of launching her career. Uh, I mean, I can see why. Now, yeah, Q, if you, you're you've listened to her other works, right? Mm-hmm. Does does her later work is it as like eclectic and interesting as this? Because I know, like you know, I really very very familiar with feel it all and i love that song but it's yeah. not as like interesting as this song was to me as far as like but you gotta think too feel it all was a single dude and that's why you know okay this the singles aren't as okay but i'm just at, like does she get this like jazzy and stuff in her later works she definitely does dude okay well, um time for me to listen to some feist yes uh you know it's just one of those just just one of those groups i never all right yeah one of those Artist, I never really went beyond the the singles, but 
Hey, sure, sure. that's the dude. That's the whole point of this podcast. And you just fucking did for me what I hope we've done for other listeners out there. I feel it all. Do you feel all of it? Yes. So I'm curious to know how much of the two songs on Ride on an Empty Street, like how much of it did she actually write? Was it more lyrics or was it more I mean, uh, there's no reason there's no reason not to to assume that she had a huge part in writing those songs, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, she plays guitar as well. She you know, she doesn't just sing. She 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 probably she had guitar. yeah, dude, she was probably a fully part of the of the and piano of the um yeah, composition of, of writing, yeah, of composing it. Why not, man? If you have Feist in your studio with you, you know? Yeah. She, you know. Right. She she who knows, man? She may have utilized her skills. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. So again, friends, we pulled this one out of our ass. Well, you know uh, what, dude? It, I think it. Uh, I think the fact that I have never heard that song before, and now I'm sort of, sort of like, well, you know, what have I been doing? Now you're doing feeling it all. Life? Yeah, you know, this happens. To, I find that this happens a lot with me, dude. Same. Because there's so many great bands out there that I've that I've never heard or just never paid attention to. Like, there's so many moments where I'm like, well, well, how have I missed this, man? And like, I've there's so many years, dude, that I've I know, haven't been able to listen to that album because I, you know, if this album came out in 2004, that's 14 years, man, that I could have been rocking that tune. Yeah, listen to the reminder as well, her 2007 yeah. album that has one, two, three, four, and I feel it all. That was her bit, her big one, dude, and it's it's good. It's really good. Oh, I'm very familiar with Feel It All, dude. That's a great one. That is a classic. Yeah. I haven't listened to her new stuff, but... Well, I take that back. I listened to a single off of her album, Pleasure, that came out in 2017, and I I liked it a lot. It's um, a little more bold, I'd say. Not so... Uh, Jazzy? I guess. Um, no, I'd say I was, I was going for not so mainstream sounding. You know, oh, okay, like she's, yeah kind of doing like just at this point like fuck it I'm gonna do what I want kind of thing it's more raw you know Well, that, so but I never listened to the whole album when it came out but it looks like it has got some pretty damn high ratings so um anyways that's our little sidetrack on Feist the Canadian singer songwriter who collaborated with Kings of Convenience back in 2004 uh we played a little clip from Leisure Suite off of her 2004 album Let It Die Next week, we're talking about Foles, one of our all-time favorite bands. Right, Trev? I'd say so. Yeah, definitely. They're up there for me. They're the, in my the, top ten. Yeah, for sure. this this album for sure is 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 one of my favorite albums of all time, probably. Antidotes could be a no-filler album. Yeah, you're right, dude. All the way through. Yeah, definitely. I can't wait, man. I can't wait to play it, to jam out to some of those tunes. It's time, dude. We got We got to get some jammies on here. Yeah, it's definitely an album that you crank it up. Scratch that, scratch that, scratch that. <laughs> <laughs> dude, when you say stuff like that, it makes me not want to scratch it. <laughs> so I'm leaving it in. I won't. But you'll never know until it's released. So I've got the power. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my dearie. 
uh, this is what happens when we fucking record on a weeknight brand. And we'll talk at you next week. Uh, yep. Stay tuned. Check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud. Hop over to our website, nofillerpodcast.com, for the show notes. Thanks for listening, as always. My name is Quentin. My name is Travis. Bye. Bye. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.